I have a question for you, my Chakra Girl radio listeners. Do you feel like you have a deep connection to your intuition, but you don't know how to use it? Almost like you know you're meant to be a healer of some kind, but you know you have so much healing you need to do on yourself first, and you have no idea where to start. Babe, if you are feeling those whispers from the universe and you're attracted to all the woo-woo things like crystals, tarot cards, you know, it's because your inner goddess knows you have a big purpose in this lifetime and she wants to show you how intuitive you really are. So the first step is to connect to your inner healer goddess archetype so that you can begin to remember those innate abilities and she's closer than you may think. So I've created a fun and easy quiz for you to tap into your subconscious and to really make a connection with your inner healing goddess archetype. And on the results page of the quiz, I'm giving you a list of exactly how to use your powers to heal yourself and to heal the collective. So go take the quiz today and get started on your goddess journey to healing yourself and elevating the collective. So go to quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. That's quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. Chakra Girl Radio with Amberly Lyons is an uncut look into the lives of today's influencers to create real conversation about spirituality, modern girl problems, and the balance between vodka and green juice, gurus and Gucci. We're getting real about the chaos, mistakes, and meltdowns that come along with success. Here's your main chakra girl, Amberly Lyons. Welcome back to Chakra Girl Radio. This is Amberly Lyons here, your spiritual BFF on a mission to make the world more chic and connected, one activated chakra at a time. And girlfriend, you listening here today, you are part of the mission. So let's activate our chakras. Today we have a solo episode with moi, and I am diving deep into this because so many people wanted to know what it is really like working with my husband day in and day out. I'm also sharing some hot tips on how to manifest a man, how to, you know, get a man down with your woo-woo ways, how to balance your husband and a business, and how my husband started working with my business full-time and how we haven't murdered each other yet. So I'm super excited about this episode, guys. I'm trying to show you more of my life on IG. And if you're not following me, follow me at Shocker Girl Co. What a better time to start following me now because we're going to just start. I mean, I'm just slowly starting to force my husband to be in videos with me. He's like not super down with it, but I mean... I'm just going to have to start recording him when he's not paying attention. I'm going to start doing that. Don't worry. Go follow at Shocker Girl Co. Um, I wanted to interview him for the podcast, but he totally refused. He's like a behind the scenes kind of guy, but I mean, that's good because then I can get all the attention and that's the way it should be, don't you think? But I mean, at least... I can shit talk him on this episode since he's not here. Kidding. He's actually the best. Okay. So let's get into the chakra tip of the day. Guys, everyone is losing their shit about hand sanitizer and toilet paper and hoarding all these things for what they think is going to be an apocalypse. I'm not saying don't prepare. I'm not saying play it down, but I'm saying cool your loins cool your loins. That's probably not right. I think that's when you're horny. Cool your jets. I think that's what I meant. Cool your jets. <laughs> cool your jets, people. Um, but no, I get it. However you're feeling, accept it, honor it. No judgment here for you, but being in panic is not going to be supportive of you. So chill it down. And 
your best thing that you can invest in right now is essential oils. And no, I don't sell them. I'm not one of those doTERRA people. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I'm just telling you guys, essential oils, A, are going to keep you calm as fuck. B, you can start using them with rituals, use them to cleanse your chakras. Because we don't only need to be cleansing our hands, people. We need to be cleansing our chakras. They also are, a majority of them are antibacterial. Things like uh, lavender, antibacterial. Tea tree oil, antibacterial. They're also antivirals. So get on it. Put some hand sanit or put some essential oils in with some, I don't know, coconut oil. Mix it with whatever the hell you want to mix it with. Rub it on your hands. Do what you need to do. And you are cleansed, cleansed in the chakras, cleansed in the hands. And you're just a little bit more calm. Everyone, just as a precaution, go douse yourself in lavender to calm Avu. Calm Avu, okay? Chakra shout out. Incense matches. You guys, have you heard of these? I'm obsessed with them. The brand is actually called the Incense Match and they are amazing. I use them every morning when I light my candle and I do a little offering to Kuan Yin. So it's a match, like you're going to use a match to light your candle anyways. But these ones, once the flame goes out, it's actually like incense. So it has like a slow burn and it smells like incense. So when I... After I light my candle, I'll blow out the match and then I actually put my match in like a little oyster shell, which I don't know why those are so spiritual. People use them for smudging. I don't really know. It's not like one that I like took from a restaurant after I ate the oyster out of it. (laughs) That'd be kind of funny though. Um, actually I, I don't know what it is. It's, it's like a, is it an oyster shell? I don't know. People use them look it up. We'll link you to it. Anyway, so I put it in the shell and then the smoke kind of goes up and I put it in front of my Kuan Yin statue as a little offering. So multi-purpose, look them up, the incense match. I know they sell them all over the place. I mean, they're probably on Amazon. We'll link you. We'll link you. We'll link you. Okay. Let's talk for some real talk here. As much as I love the woo-woo and the self-care, we're going to talk about better health right now. So if you are feeling super anxious with everything going on, that is okay. There's an online counseling platform. If you feel like you really need to talk this out, you really want to get clear on the anxiety that you're feeling about the world today. So you can safely and privately online connect and you don't even have to leave the house. You can be in that self-isolation. And you can stay in your PJs, eating ice cream, cuddling your dog while you're getting the support of a licensed professional counselor. So that means getting support on your own time from home, not worrying about parking, not worrying about people coughing on you, not worrying about just the pandemonium in the world right now. And it's called BetterHelp, okay? So they're totally licensed professionals. It's an app that you download, and they specialize in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem, and anything you share is totally confidential. You don't have to worry about running into anyone that you know in the waiting room. If you want to switch counselors for any reason, you can do that at any time with no extra charge. And since they specialize in so many different areas, you could take a few different counselors for a test drive if you like. There's over 3,000 to choose from, over 50 states, and it's actually available worldwide. 
worldwide. So when you sign up, you can start talking to someone in under 24 hours. But remember, this is not a crisis line, guys. If you want a crisis line, find a crisis line. This is for that consistent support, really having someone to talk to and just staying on top of your mental health. Okay. Financial aid is available for those who qualify. It's secure. It's convenient. It's professional. I've actually used the app and it was really cool. It was a really amazing experience. And I was just texting with the counselor through the app. And sometimes you just need someone to bounce things off of someone to vent to. And it was actually really cool. Best of all, you guys, can get 10% off and it's already super affordable as it is, but you can get 10% off your first month with the discount code chakra. So why not get started to get today? Go to betterhelp.com slash chakra. Simply fill out a questionnaire, help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor today that you'll love. So that's betterhelp.com slash chakra. Okay. So let's talk about my husband, shall we? So I'm going to be going through today's episode, answering some questions, but also telling a chronological story. So it might bounce around a little bit, but you guys actually asked me a bunch of questions. So I wrote down all the questions and I want to make sure that we're getting them all answered. Okay. So how I manifested my husband, I don't really have one of those stories where I wrote down all the things and blah, blah, blah. In fact, we kind of started dabbling in spirituality together. I wasn't, you know, really super into manifesting before I met him. I had watched The Secret and I had kind of thought about obviously how I want my life to look, but it was not one of those things. And I'd actually been doing yoga before dating him. And we started dating at like a pretty messy point in both of our lives. And we were kind of on the upswing of being in messy lives ourselves. And then that's when we met. So it's kind of like we were doing personal work on ourselves. And then we ended up connecting during that upswing. He was going through a messy divorce. I was just going through being a mess in my 20s in general. And yeah, we we really just came together at a time where we needed support, but we also have learned how to support ourselves. So I always say like, it's so cliche, right? Like you need to learn how to help yourself before someone else can help you. And that's really what we both did. And it's funny because we were watching love is blind the other day. And if you've watched it, there's, you'll know who Amber and Barnett are. And it's funny because this Amber girl, just coincidence that we, she has half of my name, uh, but she was, had to tell her fiance about her shitty credit and how in debt she was. And it was literally, I had that same moment where I was just a bit of a train wreck and I had to literally be like, okay, here's the deal. I'm fucking broke. I have no money. I'm in debt. I have creditors after me. If you ever want to like work, if we're going to date and we're going to like be together, I'm just letting you know that there is no way that I'm going to be able to buy a home anytime soon. (laughs) And it was just kind of funny. So watching that on the show, my husband and I were laughing so hard because now obviously I, you know, have a seven figure business. I'm, you know, my credit is doing amazing no more debt, like all that kind of stuff is happening for us now. And we are, it's just funny to look back. My husband always says that I was his best investment. Not like he like covered my ass financially or anything, but I think investment in time. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's the thing. 
I was at a place where I accepted where I was. I had a plan to change. And I was like, rather than just like hiding it, I feel like you need to get it all out on the table, to be honest. And I think that's another reason how we manifested each other. We were both at a point of accepting where we were. So accept where you are, know that you are on the upswing, commit to the upswing, have a plan. And then that's when the manifestation will happen. So when I first started getting really into the woo-woo, we were kind of both doing yoga and it was great. Like we were both having these realizations. We were both, you know, getting into self-development, reading books and, you know, sharing philosophies and ideas that we had learned. And it was really great. I definitely went deeper into the woo-woo with meditation. And then eventually we stopped doing yoga. We just kind of got bored of it. It had served its purpose for us, I guess. And we, yeah, we just started like working out in different ways. We did spin and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I just kind of kept going with the woo-woo and the crystals. And a lot of you guys were asking, like, what does he think about all that stuff? So there was a point where I was really trying to get him into it. And I was like mad that he wasn't doing it. And I get a lot of questions like that from my audience. Like, how do I get my husband to meditate? How do I get my boyfriend to you know, believe in all this stuff. Here's the thing. It's not your fucking job to get them to do it. And it's not your job. It's not necessary for them to do it. You do it for you. If they just, if they see all the changes in you and decide that they want to do it, they can't. If not, maybe they'll find something else that allows them to grow. So it's really your path and his path of growth does not have to look the same, feel the same. So once you stop trying to force it, then they'll find their own thing. And that was the same thing with me. I kept trying to force him like, why aren't you doing this? I don't like, I was at a point where I literally was like, I can't be with someone who's not into self-development as much as I am. But that was like, if you think about it, that's the most unspiritual thing you can do is judge someone where they're at, especially someone that you love. So once I released that and I stopped judging, stopped forcing was when he actually found his own way of self-development, spirituality, his own hobbies, his own things that helped him grow and helped him manifest. So he started using the secret to money app. And then he started finding his own hobbies, like investing and cryptocurrency and whatever. And he started manifesting money. And then his money mindset totally changed. And the way that he started seeing the world and working with energy changed. And yeah, is he like sitting at my altar with me chanting to Kuan Yin? No, but he's got his own things that he's doing and it works for us. So stop trying to force it. Does he judge me? Does he think I'm fucking weird? hundred percent. But he's like, honey, if this is what is bringing in that money right now, you do you and go for it. He makes fun of my little statuettes, like all my goddess statuettes. Like I've got Quanians all over the house. He calls them my figurines. And he told me like, I need to chill on the figurines, but he actually is not judgmental at all. He believes in it, but he's like not necessarily going to do it. He probably thinks it's placebo, which, Hey, some of it probably is, but I mean, you know, when he's, when we're driving around in my Porsche, when I'm paying the bills, there's no judgment. So when I first started my business, he was definitely a little bit skeptical. I don't think he really understood what I wanted to do or what the vision was for it. And I didn't really understand either. I wanted to start this jewelry business and I wanted to like hire a business coach to help me. And he did not really understand (laughs) what a business coach was. And I really didn't either. I just knew that I needed help and I make decisions based on like my gut. Like I knew I needed help. 
And he's like very much a researcher, very detailed. He wants to know the facts. What am I going to get out of it? What is it going to look like? But I just intuitively knew I needed to do it. So he really had to step into trust and faith. And he had to lend me his credit card because I had like barely, I had like a $500 limit on my credit card and it was maxed out, obviously. So he ended up letting me use his credit card and I just gave him the cash for it or whatever for the first payment. And neither of us knew where the next payment was going to come from. You know, I had to pay like another payment the next month of like $700 or something like that. And, you know, I was like barely living paycheck to paycheck. And I just kind of said to him, you know, I'm going to pay for this, but you might need to help out with like groceries and stuff like that. I'm still going to pay half the mortgage. I'm still going to pay half of whatever. And we ended up doing it, putting the money down. And then I somehow manifested my credit card limit getting raised. And let me tell you, they had no business raising my credit card limit. It was maxed out. I, I was making my payments on time, but like, I think they were drunk when they raised it. Anyways, they raised it by the exact amount of the coaching program. So I was able to pay for it. Thank goodness. And then I really proved it to him. So that's the thing too. Like sometimes women really use their men as an excuse to not start their business. And here's the thing. Men are both protective and supportive. So if you're not confident, he's going to go into protective mode and want to keep you in the comfort zone. If you are super confident and you're like, this is what it's going to do for me. This is what it's going to do for us. My gut is telling me I hundred percent need to do this and I trust I can do it. Then they're going to go into supporting you. And yeah, sometimes you don't have all the money in hand and that's fine, but the money always comes when you believe in yourself. And I truly believe that. So I had to prove that to him. I had to prove it to myself and I had to prove it to him. And sometimes that's just what you have to do. You're not going to convince someone by fighting with them or trying to, you know, convince them. You really need to just believe in yourself so much that they believe in you too, and then prove it to them. So Yeah, it just, it ended up working out and look at us now. And another question that you guys asked is, did he ever feel pushed to the side at all? Like you weren't paying enough attention to him all the time, all the time, especially in the beginning of my business. And he still feels that way sometimes. Sometimes I have a hard time staying present if I'm stressed out. He's really better at shutting off. And, you know, after he turns his computer off, he's done. But for me, I... I'm working with so many people all day that their energy kind of lingers. And I, I do like little energy clearings at the end of the day to make sure I'm not holding on to anything, but there's still times where it's like two in the morning and I haven't fallen asleep yet. And he's already snoring away and I'll like roll over and ask him a work question. Cause I can't turn my brain off. He really loves that. <laughs> he loves it. No, he hates it. So yeah, before he started working with me, it was definitely worse because I couldn't talk about it. So I would just be like silent or like in a bad mood and he didn't really know the details of my business. So it was pointless to like try and explain it all or like why I was stressed out or he just wouldn't really understand it. And I don't think he understood the velocity of this business. He didn't understand that it's so intricate and that there's so many people involved and it's, it's a lot, it's a lot emotionally and it's a lot strategically and it's a lot, it's a lot, a lot, a lot. 
So, so yeah. I mean, I'm also someone who I don't really get into detail when I talk about myself, like with my friends. I know everything about every coworker that they work with and that bitch Susan at the water cooler. Like I know everyone that, who everyone is that they work with because they tell me in detail what's going on. I'm more like, I'm a woman of few words, believe it or not. I'm like, yeah, today was stressful. You know, a certain situation happened and then I felt like this, but I'm working on it. And that's kind of just always the way I've been. Maybe it's the Aquarius, Aquarius in me. I don't know. But anyways, because I didn't really talk to him about it, I it, he just felt like he didn't understand why I was so distracted all the time. So it's really important, like if you have a business, really like set aside that time with no phones to really no phone, no TV. We've gotten really good at going on date no, nights where we don't talk about business. Um, but yeah, if you're starting a business and your man is feeling like he's not getting enough attention, just set that time aside and talk to him about it, even though he doesn't you know, know the ins and outs of your business, the more you talk about it and share, the more you're going to have that connection. So he still gets annoyed when I'm on social media, but uh, again, we have those moments where we decide we're not going to be on our phones and that makes all the difference. But yeah, I mean, there's times where we'll be like watching TV together or something like that. And I'll be on my phone and I'm like, well, it's not like we're talking anyways. And then he'll just like get up and give me the silent treatment and go sit on his computer. And then, <laughs> and then, um, and then, yeah, he'll be like, well, you are on your phone. And I'm like, well, okay, two wrongs don't make a right. And so we're getting better at learning how, like, okay, if, if he's annoyed that I'm on my phone, then tell me, and then I'll get off rather than just being passive aggressive. So we, yeah, that's something that we've worked on. But yeah, both of us are on our phone. And I think that's just, I mean, every relationship is not necessarily just when you have a business. So it's just about making sure that you are still connecting and setting aside time. And my husband and I are actually very good at being like, Hey, I don't feel connected to you right now. Or I feel like we could connect more, um, you know, today and we'll do whatever we need to do to feel connected. Cause you know, at the end of the day, we're fucking best friends. Like we really are. So if we are start feeling like there's like autopilot or we're feeling robotic or we're feeling like, Oh, like, you know, even though we've said, I love you 10 times today, we haven't said it with eye contact. <laughs> like we're, we're very good at just being mindful of that and being able to bring it back. And maybe there are some times where we'll go like a few days and then be like, why are we not connecting as much? Like what's going on? And then we'll talk about it. And maybe there is like something happened that we didn't think was a big enough deal to bring up. Or if one of us is just distracted or stressed about something, but didn't talk about it, or it's just that we were both busy and, you know, we, we need to do a better job at spending time one-on-one. So it's all about communication, guys. And another person wanted to know, at what point in your business did he want to go all in with you full-time? So it was actually really funny because we just never thought about it. Like, it was the weirdest thing. Like, we just didn't think of it as an option, not because of the money, like I could afford it, but it was, we just didn't think of it. Because he, I didn't want him to be working for me. I didn't want to be his boss. But we never really thought of the idea of like, well, why don't you just come on like as an equal, like as an executive, as my boss, like I want you to be my boss. 
So there was actually a point in time where he, I, he did, he was able to leave his job and he left his job. We didn't think of him working for me. Um, he was just kind of doing his own thing, you know, doing some day trading and doing whatever he wanted and walking the dog three times a day, cleaning, (laughs) cooking, and he got bored. He was like, I hate this. Like I'm going back to work. And he ended up going back to work, even though financially he didn't need to, he just wanted to. And then I didn't like that. I was like, I want you to be here. Like, I like it better when you're here. So then we, like one day I was sitting home and I was just like, I had a stressful week and I was like, I wish I had a boss. I wish I had someone you know, managing things so that I didn't have to like wrap my brain around everything. And so that I could you know, just do the creative and not have to worry about like the operations and this and like the admin side of things and, you know, managing staff and all that kind of stuff. And then we were like, Hey, why don't you do that? And yeah, so we just made a plan and we did it. And, you know, once we got like financially, like we were at like consistent, I think like 60 to 75 K months, we knew we could afford it. It was still scary because right when we decided to do this, the universe threw a little test at us. We had to move uh, into like a more expensive place, which I mean, I love this place. So I'm so glad we did. But at the time it was a little scary. I also found out that I got my like tax um, results back. And I knew that I was going to be paying $6,000 a month in taxes. And I had just joined a $6,000 a month coaching program and shit adds up fast. So like doing all that math, that's 24,000 right there or more than that. That's like 30,000 right there in expenses. And then on top, like we need to add in all his expenses and all that stuff. So You know, we killed it though. When he came into the business, we did, we launched Glam and Grounded right away. If it wasn't for him, I would have never been able to launch that product. And it's been a really good product for us. And having that extra person makes you more money. Like having an extra high level person brings you more money. And yeah, it's scary because it's like, now I have to pay someone basically half of what I'm making, but you end up making you know, when you end up making three times as much, it doesn't really matter, right? So that's that's the beauty of having that extra high-level person, someone you trust, someone who has the best interests of the business in mind. So yeah, he's made a lot of money and he was making a lot of money in his job. Like that's why it was scary. We had a really nice life, but him coming on, we've been able to have an even better life. So it's amazing. We still have our own bank accounts, which is nice, but he does still have full disclosure of my accounts because he does all our accounting, so he can't get away with sneaking in designer bag purchases. Um, but I mean, he can't say no anyways, but he, I, I like to tell him before I make a big purchase. But the best part about him working with me when he first came into the business, the shining moment that I was so happy about was when he was like, now I get it. Now I get why you have been you know, preoccupied. Now I get why you get so stressed out. Now I get why there's times where you're not present. Like this is so much. He even said like, how the hell did you do this on your own? I'm like, I do not know, but please take on the majority of my workload so I can just have fun. (laughs) And he has. So 
Yeah, it was really touch and go at first. He said he wanted to quit after the first two weeks. And again, it's all about communication. Um, You know, for me, I need to explain things more. I'm a quick starter. So I don't know if you've ever done the Kobe test, but it's a really fun, like working personality test. Like how, like what's your personality when it comes to work? So I'm a quick starter. So I don't explain things. I just expect people to know what I'm talking about. And he's the opposite where he needs all the details before he can get started. So that was kind of something we had to adjust to in working together. I had to adjust to letting go of needing to control things because I think that I do it faster. I had to let him be the expert in certain areas, like let him own this, let him manage this. And it wasn't that I didn't want him to, it was just that I was so used to doing it that it felt weird not to. And that I thought I wasn't doing my job if I wasn't managing it. But now with him being essentially the manager of the business, my brain can focus on the creative, which is so much better. Someone asked, how often do you drive each other crazy and have to leave the room? (laughs) Love that. We don't usually leave the room. I do yell, I'm not going to lie, but then one of us will usually realize that it doesn't matter enough to fight about. And then we'll like make a joke or whatever. Whenever I yell, we end up joking about it. So it's, it, it honestly hasn't been terrible. Um, I would say maybe like once, I would say like once a month, there's like a situation where we don't agree on something and one of us usually, and like at first it'll kind of be a fight, like I'm right, no, you're right, or no, sorry, I'm right, no, I'm right. Um, And then we end up just explaining our sides and someone will usually be like, okay, yeah, no, I see what you're saying. And we'll come to either some kind of compromise or someone will just be like, actually, okay, let's do it your way and just see how it goes. And yeah, we both have very different minds. Like I said, he's a researcher and an analyzer. I'm like, let's just fucking do it. Let's not think about it. Let's figure it out as we go. And I think that's so good because if he was just doing this on his own, nothing would ever get launched because he would want it to be so perfect. If I was just doing this on my own, it would just be like flying by the seat of your pants with no structure. So it's been a really, really, really good partnership. Someone also asked, do you find that your personal relationship gets in the way of business productivity? I would say the opposite, whereas business productivity gets in the way of the personal relationship. But again, that's something we had to learn to work around. So we still make sure we're going on date nights. We still make sure that we're turning off our computers by a certain time at night. Yeah, there's times that we both work late, but then we make sure that before we go to bed, there's always you know time to talk, to connect, and... We also like always go to bed together. We go to bed at the same time, which I find to be really good because there's that, like, you know, those moments while you're going to bed where you kind of can like reflect on the day or talk about what's next or just to like joke around and goof around and, you know, just really connect and love each other. So uh, we do not have a problem with productivity at all. (laughs) We get shit done. We even go on like work. We go on work date nights where we're like, okay, we have to finish this. So let's like have some sangria and eat dinner at a restaurant and bring our laptop and just like power through it and have fun while we're doing it. And then there's the date nights where we're like, okay, we're not going to be on our phones and we're not even going to talk about business. So yeah, it's just finding ways to work around it. Someone also asked balancing time alone versus together. And I think this is a really great question because when you're in a relationship, you really need to still have your own life. Okay, so he and I used to do everything together. Like 
the weekends were like we were shopping together. We were, you know, working out together. We had a bunch of couple friends and we would really only go out in couples. And we still do that stuff sometimes, 100%. But now that we're working together, it's not like, oh, no, I definitely need time away. We never fucking get sick of each other, which is funny. But we are getting really good at having alone time. I, you know, I do Pilates. He goes to the gym. I watch Real Housewives of New York, which he refuses to watch because there's so much yelling. He watches Jack Ryan, which I refuse to watch because there's so much killing. Um, you know, I do my daily rituals and he reads articles on cryptocurrency. You know, we, we spend time with our friends separately. Um, I do all the self-care stuff. I'll go for a spa day, whatever. I get a lot of alone time, um, but we also get a lot of time together in the business and outside of the business. So we are very, very, very good at balancing that. Um, and I'm, that's something that I'm, I've been really proud of. Cause I feel like there probably were times where we were too codependent on each other. And actually I'm an Aries or sorry, a Libra, no Aries North node, Libra South node. <laughs> so my life's work is to be independent. Like that's one thing that I always need to be working on. And, you know, not depending on people to make you happy, not depending on people to do everything for you. And yeah, having my husband come into the business, that was something I had to be like, okay, I still need to own things. I still need to be the driver. I still need to, I can't put everything on him. Um, so also with just our time in general, I need to, we both need to have our own lives. We both need to do our own things. So, so yeah, it's been really good. Um, okay. So the last question was, how do you deal and can you help other bros when we be extra? <laughs> Loved that question. So I guess what she's saying is when it comes down to being extra with the spiritual stuff, you know, having all these big desires for Chanel bags and wanting to spend money on extravagant things. Honestly, again, it comes down to the confidence of the woman. If your man doesn't believe in you, it's because you don't believe in yourself enough. So if you want to be supported, if you want your man to be rooting for you, to be your support system, you have to be confident in yourself. It like the way that we are treated is manifested by how we treat ourselves. I will say that until I'm blue in the face. So all you can do is keep momentum on your vision and the people around you will not only believe in you, but they will believe in themselves more too. And they will support you more. They will trust more and you guys will be on this journey together. So I want to know about you guys. Where are you at with your man? Is he supportive? Does he want you to start a business? Is he at a point where maybe he's going to work with you? What is your vision and your goals together? Because having the same vision for the way your life is going to look is everything. And ever since my husband and I started dating, we always said we wanted to own a business together. And we had these like so many random obscure ideas. We were going to launch a fashion app. We were going to launch a social a social networking app. We were going to do so many random things. And then it got to the point where this just kind of so organically happened. I was like, fuck it. I'll just do my own business. And then, you know, he came into it. So it was so organic, but our big vision was always to have a business together and we didn't force it, but we knew that was what we both wanted. And then it organically happened. So set the big vision. What do you want your life to look like together? And don't worry about how, just start taking action 
in an aligned way and it will happen for you. All right, guys, hope you loved this episode. Don't forget to rate us five stars, comment, review, DM me, let's chat, and we will catch you guys next week. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, karma's real. So if you love this episode, go leave a comment, rate us five stars, and subscribe. And you're going to manifest a mini heart chakra upgrade because you've got to give if you want to receive. Also, make sure to follow me on Instagram at chakragirlco and shoot me a DM. I'm here to chat. Also, you can find more info on this episode at chakragirlco.com. That's where you're going to access the show notes. And while you're on my website, check out the newest online hotspot, the Chakra Girl Glam and Grounded membership. We would love to help you activate those chakras, babe. So step into that chic life and join us in the Glam and Grounded membership. Love you, mean it. See you next Tuesday. Thanks for listening.